من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلوات الله وسلامه عليه أما بعد يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يتع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وأحسن الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر أمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار ثم أما بعد يا عباد الله We continue going over the explanation of the hadith of Jibreel alayhi salatu wassalam and we are still speaking about the sixth article of faith or the sixth pillar of faith and that is the belief in qadr khayrihi wa sharrih the good of it and the bad of it and we're still discussing the issue concerning the benefits and the fruits of believing properly in qadai wal qadr the fadilat al-shaykh al-allama shaykh salih al-fawzan hafizhullahu ta'ala he goes on and he says فَالْإِيمَانُ بِالْقَضَاءِ وَالْقَدَرِ يُكْسِبُ الْإِنسَانَ قُوَّةَ الْعَزِيمَةِ وَقُوَّةَ الْإِيمَانِ وَالتَّوَكُّلْ وَالتَّوَكُّلْ عَلَى اللَّهِ سُبْحَانُهُ وَالتَّعَالَى He said in that the belief, the proper belief in قَضَاءِ وَالْقَدَرِ it will render an individual and give him quwwat al-azima, a strong determination. You will find that from the fruits and from the benefits of the believing properly in qadai wal qadar, is that an individual he will have a strong determination. He will have a strong determination and a strong iman, and he would have trust upon Allah subhanahu wa taala. When one believes in qadai wal qadar properly, he will put his trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. His determination will be strong bi'ithnillahi ta'ala. Wa'adamu al-eeman bil qadai wal qadar yu'addi bil-insan ila al-jaz'a wa-sakhat inda al-masaib and not having the proper belief in, 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 in uh, non-existence of belief in qadai wal qadr 
and not believing correctly in Qadai wal Qadar, then this would have an individual, he will be plagued with worry. He will be plagued with becoming mad when the calamity strike. This is what happens when a person doesn't believe properly in Qadai wal Qadar, is that when the calamity strikes, when the hardship comes, they will become worried. They will have bouts of anxiety. They will fall into depression. They will become enraged and angry over that which has taken place, over that which has befallen them. Also, from the ill effects of not believing properly in Qadai wal Qadar, it will hinder him from many actions. It will it would hinder him from the performing of many things. He will be held back from doing many things. For you So he will be afflicted with being yani uh, can't make his mind up. Naam, indecisive. He won't be able to make a decision. He won't be able to settle his affairs in his mind based upon one thing and that you'll see him being always yani just taraddud from him. Always his apprehension. This indecisiveness can't make a decision. Naam, these are from the ill effects of not believing properly in Qadai wal Qadar wal Awham, and he will have doubts. His mind will be plagued with doubts. Why? Because he don't believe properly in Qadai wal Qadar. So his mind will always have these doubts. What if? 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 And this from Shaytan. This from the Shaytan. Naam, all this. What if? What if? What if? What if? From Shaytan. And we know that what all of these things, what if, what if, don't exist. Sahulillah, it don't exist. But what if that, what, what if this, what if that, the probability maybe may don't exist. Ah, don't exist. Alakullin, these is from the bad and evil ramifications of not believing in what? In Qadai wal Qadar. Or not believing correctly in Qadai wal Qadar. And likewise, you will find Kadalika. Uh, Again, worry. Always worrying about this and worrying about that. So he won't do anything. Why? Because he's always going to be scared. Maybe this will happen. Maybe that will happen. Oh, if I do this, maybe this will happen. Oh, if I go like this, maybe this. If, 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 if. So what will happen? He becomes scared of everything. He don't do nothing. Naam. So he'll be held back. He'll be held back from a lot of khair. He'll be held back from a lot of good. As we brought the example in the last class about the individual who's always scared of everything. Naam. So therefore, uh, he won't find a better position. He won't find a better job. Why? Because he's scared. If I go for the interview, maybe this, maybe that, maybe this, maybe that. All these maybes ain't happened. Huh? It didn't take place. But he, he, he gets scared. Because right? he don't believe properly in Qadai wal Qadr. So you find an individual what? He's not putting his trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He's not putting his trust in Allah ta'ala. So he's scared of everything. His fear, it uh, paralyzes him. His fear paralyzes him to the extent that he doesn't do anything. And this is what happens when a person doesn't believe correctly in Qadai wal Qadr. So the Shaykh he says, فَلَا يُقَدِّمُ عَلَى شَيْءٍ خَوْفًا مَنْ أَنْ يَكُونَ كَذَا أَوْ يَكُونَ كَذَا So he doesn't do anything, he doesn't proceed to do anything out of fear, 
maybe this will happen, maybe that will happen, and the like. وَيَتْرُكُ الْأُمُورِ النَّافِعَةِ خَوْفًا مَا يُصِيبَهُ كَذَا وَكَذَا So he leaves all beneficial things out of fear that this or that may happen. This is what happened, we don't believe correctly in Qadai wal Qadr. So what do you find, Yani? What 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 should be striking you right now that comes about? Naam. What should be striking you right now that comes about? Is that what? Is that when the individual believes correctly? When the individual believes correctly, when his aqidah is sahiha. What will happen is that the the good results and the good ramifications they will ripple and they will trickle throughout his life. Every part of his life will be affected and will be enhanced, will be better. And that is if what? If he believes correctly, ah, then his life will be enhanced. His life will be better in every aspect. Every aspect of his life will be enhanced. It will be better. It will be enriched if he believes correctly. Because good only begets good. So when a person believes the right way, when a person belief is good, then that will only beget good. So the ramifications of which will be good, the end result will be good, and the like. It will lead to good. Whereas the opposite is true. That if a person does not believe correctly, then the evil ramifications, they will destroy his life. They will destroy his life. They will corrupt it from its beginning to its end, and the end result will be a one that is most painful. So you see the importance of believing correctly in general. And here specifically, Al-Qada'i wal-Qadr. This is what we're talking about. Naam. But you also understand the importance of believing correctly well, in general. Naam. And, this, and there, therefore you see what the importance of being around the people of the Sunnah. You see the importance about being around Ahl Sunnah. Why? Because around Ahl Sunnah, you will be put in a situation that you will hear the proper aqidah. You'll be put in a situation where you can learn the proper aqidah. You'll be put in a situation that you can benefit. Why? Because the people of the sunnah, they understand that which will benefit and they begin their da'wah based like this because this is how the Prophet ﷺ taught. This is how the Prophet ﷺ, he called to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. By putting forth those affairs that are most important first and then going to that which follows it in importance. And bila shak wa bila raib, at the top of that list is what? Is the aqeedah. Tawheed, aqeedah, minhaj, the top of the list. The top of the list. <coughs> Naam. So therefore what? This is why they have a concern with educating and teaching the people that which will benefit them. Whereas Ahl bid'ah, the people of innovation, you find they don't speak about the affairs of aqidah. They don't speak about the affairs of tawheed. They don't speak. Of, they don't speak about that which will truly benefit the people. Why? Because in their twisted, sick, perverted minds and understandings, they believe that speaking about aqidah will separate the people. Speaking about tawheed will separate the people. It will cause yani division amongst the people and the like. Why? Because they are sick. Because they are riddled with the disease of bid'ah. That not only has affected yani, their, 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 their outlook and everything, it's affected their thinking, it's affected everything about them from the head to the toe, has become corrupt, has become stinking, has become nasty, has become disgusting. So when an individual realizes the reality of people like this, why would you want to sit with them? Uh, why would you want to sit with them? Mm. We see the importance. 
why this is important, why we have to take from our time to learn these affairs. Because they not only benefit us in the akhirah, but they also benefit us here in dunya as we're seeing right now. They also benefit us right here, right now. Naam, and this is the nature of good. Good is good and its outcome is good. Wherever you at, whatever abode you in, whether you in the abode of the dunya, or you in the, the abode of the barzakh, or you in the abode of the akhirah, in, each, in any one of these stages that you're in, good will benefit you and bring about good. Good will bring, benefit you and bring about good. Naam. Sheikh he goes on, Ta'ala, and he says that. So therefore you'll find this individual leave off many things that will benefit him out of fear that this or that may take place. Why is he doing this? Why is he leaving off things? Why is he being so scary, worrying about if, 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 maybe? Uh, why? Because he don't believe in Qadai wal Qadr. So what paralyzes him into a lack of movement? What paralyzes him uh, so he doesn't seek, seek after that which will benefit him? So he doesn't seek after that which will benefit his family and the like? Why? Because he's scared. Why? Why he's scared? Because he doesn't believe in Qadai wal Qadr. Naam? Because he don't believe in Qadai wal Qadr. فَمَا قَضَاهُ اللَّهُ وَقَدَّرَهُ لَا بُدَّ أَنْ يَحْصُلَ سَوَاءً خَرَجْتَ أَوْ لَمْ تَخْرُجَ This is very important. Is that that which Allah has ordained and decreed will take place. It has to happen. It will happen whether you go out or not. Person he says, don't want to go out now. Huh? I'm scared. Maybe something might happen. If it has been ordained, if it has been decreed that you're going to break your arm today, whether you go out cycling, whether you go out playing basketball with the brothers, or whether you sit in your house, you're going to break your arm. It's going to break today. Whether you break it because you fell trying to make a layup or because you tripped over your own foot trying to make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, you're going to break your arm. Now, this is the reality. And when an individual understands this and he understands that everything is in the hands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then he puts his trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Because what, whether you go out or not If it's meant that this is going to happen, it's going to happen If it's meant you're going to die, you're going to die Whether you're out on the battlefield or you're laying in bed in your house If you're going to die today, you're not going to live till tomorrow ah, This is the reality So therefore you find that what that those who believe properly in qada'i wal qadr Then they are not held back, they are not held captive to their fears but those who don't believe in Qadai wal Qadr, they are held back, they are held captive to their fears. Huh? Because they don't realize that that which Allah has decreed, it will happen. Whether you go out or you don't go out, it's still going to happen. Sawa'an fa'alta aw lam taf'al. Whether you do this or you don't do it, whether you do that or you don't do it, it's still going to happen. It's still going to happen. Naam. Fata'atasimu billah wa tawakkalu ala Allah. Naam. So therefore, yani individual, he will he will put his trust in Allah subhanahu wa taala, and he will put his uh, reliance upon Allah subhanahu wa taala. وَتَتْرُكْ الْقَضَاءَ وَالْقَدَرَ 
lillah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he will leave that which has been ordained and that which has been destined yani, uh, uh, and decreed to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala naam he will leave it to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wa idha asabaka shay na tajza and if something were to happen to you you won't become worried won't become distraught about it qadrullah naam this is what Allah ta'ala has decreed so an individual, for example, he is seeking after getting a yani, a new car, for example, or a job. Now, the one who don't believe in qadai wal qadar, he'll say, well, I'm not even going to put an application right there because, you know, the manager, he don't like me, you know, me and him grew up together. We don't like each other. He gonna stop it from happening, so on and so forth. Now he put all these excuses why he can't go get the job. My foot hurt. It was raining, drizzling a little bit. You know, you know all these excuses, right? Why he can't go right now? So then, what's gonna happen? He's not gonna get it. Sahodilah. He didn't. He's not gonna get it. This is the reality. Huh? But for the one who believes in qadai wal qadar, the one who will put his trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he will do what? He will go after it. Because what? If it's meant for him to get it, whether the person like him or don't like him, it doesn't matter. Why? Because that person is nothing. That person is nobody. Whatever Allah ta'ala gives you, can't nobody take it from you. And whatever Allah ta'ala takes from you, can't nobody give it to you. He, he understands it. He believes this. Now, it's like one time, you know how the people say, it's not what you know, it's who you know? You know this saying, right? They say, it's not what you know, it's who you know. So, I remember this youth one time, he said, I can't do such and such because I don't know nobody who got the hookup. Right? So, an older, an older brother, Jazahullahu Khairan, he scolded this youth. He said, why would you say such a thing? He said, Astaghfirullah, of course you know someone, and that's the only one you need to know. He said, don't you know about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? So the young man at this point, he's already gotten the picture. He already see the error in his statement. Huh? He said, naam. He said, and you put your trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you go after that which will benefit you. Because if Allah has decreed it for you, can't nobody stop you. And all you need to know is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because all the other individuals who quote unquote got the hookup, if Allah didn't decree it, can't do nothing for you. This is the reality. Naam. This is the reality. Uh, as we saw in the hadith of, of uh, Ibn Abbas, that we went over in the last class. From this standpoint, the Prophet وسلم, he said, He said, Be diligent in seeking after that which will benefit you. Naam. Be diligent and seeking after that which will benefit you. Put your trust in Allah Ta'ala. You want to get this new position, you want to go for this degree, you want to go for whatever, whatever that will benefit you. Put your trust in Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala and then go for it. Naam. Allah. Put your trust in Allah and then go for it. Try your best. So the Prophet said, let me showing us that what? That we have to put forth an effort. We have to put forth effort. So therefore he's saying what? Ihris. Yani be diligent. <coughs> Seek hard. After what? After that which will benefit you. Alama 
yanfa'uk on that which will benefit you wasta'in billah and seek the aid and assistance from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wala ta'jaz na'am and don't become impoverished and weakened and feeble and the like when asabaka shay fala taqul law anni fa'altu kadha aw law an law anni fa'altu lakana kadha wa kadha he said and if something were to happen what to before you don't say only if i did this and did that only if i had done did this and had done did that then then and then and then don't say that don't say that the prophet sallallahu said walakin qul but rather say qadrullah wa ma sha'a fa'al but rather say this is allah's decree and he does what he wants to this is allah's decree and his decree and he does what he wishes wa fi riwayatan in another riwayah قَدَّرُ اللَّهِ وَمَا شَاءَ فَعَلُ In another narration it says, this is what Allah has decreed and He does what He chooses to do. Naam. This is what we are to do. So go after that which will benefit you. Put your trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Don't become impoverished. Don't become weakened and yani, uh, lazy and the like. And if something were to happen, فَلَا تَقُلْ لَوْ أَنِّي فَأَلْتُونَ كَانَ كَذَا وَكَذَا And if something happened, don't say, only if I had done this, then so on and so forth. Don't say that. But rather say, قَدْ اللَّهُ مَشَافَعَنَ This is Allah's decree, and Allah does what He uh, chooses to do. Or, this is what Allah has decreed, and Allah does what He wants to do. نعم. This is what we have to do. فَإِذَا بَذَلْتَ السَّبَبُ وَلَمْ يَحْصُلْ so if you make an effort, if you make an effort to take the means, and then what you're looking for does it not come to pass, does not come to fruition, then know that what? Allah don't want it for you. Naam. Allah doesn't want it. Why? Allah can wa ma lam yasha. Lam yakun. Whatever Allah wishes or whatever Allah has willed is, whatever He does not will is not. Naam. So if it doesn't happen as it comes to fruition, Allah Ta'ala has not willed that. Very simple. So He said, Qadullah ma shafa'in. Labas. This is what Allah Ta'ala has decreed. This is Allah Ta'ala's decree. He does what He wishes. Labas. Naam. So we have to take the asbab. We have to take the means. Bihnilahi Ta'ala. We can't sit on our hands. But rather we have to seek diligently after that which benefits us. The Shaykh goes on to say, وَأَنْتَ لَا تَدْرِي رُبَّمَا أَنَّ خَيْرَ فِي عَدْمِ حُصُولِهِ وَاللَّهُ جَلَّ وَعَلَى حَكِيمٌ وَأَنْتَ تُؤْمِنُ بِاللَّهِ وَبِقَضَائِهِ وَقَدْرِهِ وَتَصْبِرُ عَلَى الْمُصَائِبِ the shaykh, he says, and this is a very important point, he said, but you don't know. Perhaps the good lies in not attaining that thing. Yeah. How many times a person, and we hear stories, yeah, of a person that say, for example, there was a time in my life I really wanted to marry such and such. Right? And I tried hard to marry so and so. But it didn't happen didn't happen. I was sad. It was this, I was that. It didn't happen. But then, 
I met so and so, another person. Right? And that's who Allah Ta'ala blessed me to marry. And then you find people saying sometimes, Alhamdulillah, I didn't marry that first one. Alhamdulillah, I did not marry the first one. So although at the time he was destroyed, right? what they say, hindsight is 2020, right? Now he realized what is really a good thing that didn't happen. Really a good thing. How many times people put him for a position, put him for a promotion and the like, and they don't get it. But then a better job comes along. A better job comes along, right? Then they say, you know, I put in for the promotion, but I didn't get it. But you know what? Alhamdulillah, I didn't get it because another door opened that was better for me. Naam. So this is the reality. Sometimes you may go for something and not get it. But perhaps, you don't know, perhaps the good lies and not getting it. Allah Ta'ala is Hakim. Allah Ta'ala, <coughs> He's your wives. Naam. And He knows what is best. And you believe in Allah. And you believe in Qadha and Wal Qadr. You believe in His Qadha and His Qadr. <coughs> so therefore be patient upon that which has afflicted you. Like for example, a person is sick. Naam. A person is sick. It might be better for that individual that they're sick. Because, because of that sickness, the aches and the difficulties and the inconveniences and so on and so forth, that what's going to happen now is that the sins roll off of the person. The sins roll off of the person. More sins may roll off of the person from his sickness than roll off of him because of the istighfar that he makes. Naam. So that sickness will be more beneficial for him Huh? Then if he was healthy So you don't know So you have to be patient You have to be patient Because perhaps The good lies in not getting that thing Or being afflicted with this particular uh, calamity So therefore be patient كَذَلِكَ لَا يُصِيبُكَ Likewise you won't become Arrogantly joyful and boastful and the like, and thus, yani, uh, when you have a ni'am, when a bounty comes upon you, is bestowed upon you, a person he'll know how to take it. He won't become overly cheerful and arrogant and boastful and so on and so forth, uh, and therefore he does what, and therefore he uh, is ungrateful. But rather, when it comes. He will be balanced. He'll be balanced inside of his umur, inside of his affairs. So be balanced inside of your affairs. And then you will have relaxation. You will have peace in your heart, peace of mind. But rather you will be in this dunya When you believe correctly in qada'i wal qadr You will live the life of a believer The one who puts his trust upon Allah Al-Mufawwidi Amrahu ilallah azza wa jal The one who puts his affairs He surrenders his affairs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Wa ta'mal Wa tuntik 
لأنك تؤمن بالقضاء والقدر. So therefore you will act, you will do actions and put forth the effort, and you will see the rewards from that and the benefit, and you will strive because you believe in قضاء والقدر. Because you believe in القضاء والقدر. وتؤمن أنه لا يحصر شيء إلا بسبب and you believe and this is from the proper belief that nothing happens except that it has its cause nothing happens except that it has its cause and out of they have a saying uh, it says إِذَا أَرَادَ اللَّهُ شَيْئًا يُسَبِّبُ أَسْبَابًا it means that when Allah wants something He puts in place the reasons for that so when Allah wants something He puts in place the reasons for that thing to take place. Naam. As an example, as an example, uh, when Allah Ta'ala decrees that an individual is going to be born, right? Decrees that an individual is going to be born. The set of circumstances come together so that his parents meet and get married. Right? So that individual could be born. Now, this is an example. Example, right? When Allah wants something, He puts He puts the He makes the means come together. Now. So as a believer, <coughs> this is what we understand. We have to take the asbab. Now we have to take the asbab. We're not gonna sit there like the Sufi in the dust, in the dirt. Huh? Looking disheveled, talking about whatever fall in my in my bowl, I'ma eat it. That what they say? Whatever fall in my bowl, I'ma eat it. Whatever is meant for me to eat, I'ma eat. So what are you eating then? Drinking some rain, maybe a bug, maybe some bird excrement. I don't know. I don't know. May Allah Taala save us from their misguidance. I mean. We know this is not the way. You gotta take you gotta take the asbab. And see, this is a way of Ahlul Sunnah. We balanced. Because we understand we gotta take the asbab, right? You gotta you gotta yeah, if you want something, you gotta go out, you gotta try to work hard and it's like that. But at the same time, at the same time, don't put all of your trust inside of the, the means. Because we know, give you an example, give you an example, we can go out, we can get up. Right? Pray the Fajr. Right after Fajr, we hit the fields. We start preparing the land. Huh? Whatever the farmers do to prepare the land. Yeah, and till the land and stuff like this, right? We prepare the land, we do what we got to do. Work hard out there all day, right? We put the seeds. You make sure we put the fertilizer. And whatever else you got to do, you got to like that. Right? But at the same time, we understand what? That if Allah does not decree. For this crop to grow, it's not going to grow. We put forth the esbab and then we put our trust in Allah. Why? Because we know it's not all about, we, it's not in our hands. Just because we got up, we put the seed in that, it don't mean it's going to grow. It's by the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we understand that what? We got to put the seed out there, but at the same time we understand that we can't depend just on our mere actions because everything is by the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this is how the mu'min is balanced. He's not like the astray Sufi, na'am, 
who say, I'm, whatever fall in my bowl, I'm going to eat it, that's it. And at the same time, he not like the one who don't believe in Qadr, who think that it's all about him. I got this because of what I did. You have people like that. You have people like that. People arrogant say, look, I put the food on the table. Yeah, salam. You put the food on the table. Yeah, salam. If the sky don't send down the rain, if Allah Ta'ala don't send the rain, right? What's going to happen? You're going to have a crop? You're going to have, you're going to have any wheat? You're going to make bread? You're going to, huh? That animal that you about to chew upon, nice steak, nice piece of chicken, nice piece of fish. Allah Ta'ala created that animal. Allah Ta'ala subjugated the animals for the human beings. Allah Ta'ala decreed that the fisherman who caught that particular fish was going to catch that fish. Allah Ta'ala decreed that that fish was going to make it to your market. Allah Ta'ala decreed that you were going to buy that particular fish and so on and so forth. Now, and even go back before that. When the salmon is spawned and so on and so forth, Allah Ta'ala safeguarded that particular egg so it grew and another fish didn't eat it and so on and so forth until it reached your plate. So now you want to tell me you put the food on the plate? You put the food on the table? Yeah, salam. Ma'am, this is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But you have people that go to this extent. I got what I got because I'm just nice like that. Yeah, salam. This is what Allah Ta'ala decreed for you as a test for you to see what you're going to do with it, to see if you're going to be thankful or not, or to see if you're going to be like you is, thinking you all that. Na'am, fail. Person like that, fail the test. So you find Ahlul Sunnah right in the middle. They understand they have to put forth the effort, and at the same time, they understand that the success lies with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The tawfiq is with Allah ta'ala. Na'am. So if it happens, and it comes to fruition, Alhamdulillah, they praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They're thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because they realize where it comes from. So it's Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. A Muslim, he gets a new position and the like, a new job. Alhamdulillah. Brothers, hear about that. MashaAllah, you got this thing and that. May Allah bless you. What do you say? MashaAllah, this is what Allah ta'ala has decreed. Because he understands, this ain't because of me, because I'm that swift. This is what Allah ta'ala blessed me with. Alhamdulillah. MashaAllah. Naam, this is how the mu'min is right in the middle. You're not to this extreme or to that extreme. But the only way you can get to that middle correct course is by what? Is by believing properly. Without the proper belief, you'll never make it there. Ever. You'll never make it there. Naam. So this is from the, 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 the benefits and the fruits of believing properly in qadai wal qadar. Naam. The shaykh, he says, فَهَذِهِ صِفَةُ الْمُؤْمِنِ And this is the description of the mu'min. وَهَذَا هُوَ الْإِيمَانِ بِالْقَضَاءِ وَالْقَدَرِ And this is what it means to believe in qadai وَالْقَدَرِ فَإِنَّ الْإِيمَانِ بِالْقَضَاءِ وَالْقَدَرِ يُفِيدُ الْإِنسَانَ فِي هَذِهِ الْحَيَاءِ Because the belief in qadai وَالْقَدَرِ It will benefit a person فِي هَذِهِ الْحَيَاءِ Benefit him where? In this life. It will benefit him in this life and it will benefit him where? In the akhirah. It will benefit him in the akhirah. Here and there. Here, now, and then. Him and there, now and then. Now, this is what a person believes correctly. He just benefit after benefit after benefit. Now, the Shaykh says, وَيُذْهِبُ عَنْهُ الْخَوْفِ وَالْوَسَاوِسِ وَالْهُمُومِ 
The Shaykh, he says, and therefore it will be removed from him, the one who believes properly in Qadr, it will be removed from him fear, worry, and anxiety. All these things will be removed from him. He won't be, yani, <coughs> and he says, worrying himself to death about this or about that. He won't be doing that. He won't have this anxiety. Because he won't understand it's all by the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He won't be, yani, uh, Petrolized with fear because you understand all everything is by the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We take the asbab, we have to take the asbab, and whatever comes to fruition is by the decree of Allah. Whatever does not is by the decree of Allah. Allah Ta'ala not decree this for us. So we say, Qadullah mashafa'an or Qadarullah wa mashafa'an. Naam. And so the believer's heart is eased by this because he understands. Perhaps this wasn't good for me. Allah will bless me with that which is better. Inshallah ta'ala. وَعَدَمُ الْإِيمَانِ بِالْقَضَاءِ وَالْقَدَرِ يُصِيبُ الْإِنسَانَ And not believing correctly in qadai wal qadar, it will cripple an individual. It will be a calamity. It will uh, stricken an individual. بِالْخَوَرِ With, with uh, lethargy. With da'af. And weakness. والوساوس and worry والأوهام and all of these doubts and anxiety and so on and so forth he'll be, he'll be stricken with this this will be his way نعم you find these individuals yeah, who feel uh, what do they say they get down and depressed right nothing going my way why even try why even try نعم so you see this individual عصر Qubayl al-Asr, right before Asr time. Or at the end of the day, still in his pajamas. Why don't you get out and try to find a job? I won't go find a job anyway, forget it. So he lay around the house all day. He don't do nothing. Because yeah. what? He don't believe in Qadai wal Qadar. Naam, he don't believe in Qadai wal Qadar. So he will be stricken with these things. With weakness. He will be impoverished. He will have excessive worrying, anxiety, and so on and so forth. وَكُلِّ شَيْءٍ يُخِيفُ Shaykh, he says, and everything scares him. Everything scares him to death. He can't move. فَهَذَا نَتِيجَةُ عَدَمِ الْإِيمَانِ بِالْقَضَاءِ وَالْقَدَرِ And this is the end result in not believing correctly in الْقَضَاءِ وَالْقَدَرِ وَيَجِبُ عَلَى الْعَبْدِ يَجِبُ عَلَى عَبْدِ الْمُؤْمِنِ مَعَ الْإِيمَانِهِ بِالْقَضَاءِ وَالْقَدَرِ أَنْ يُؤْمِنَ بِأَنَّ الْعِبَادِ لَهُمْ أَفْعَالٌ يَفْعَلُونَهَا بِاخْتِيَارِهِمْ Also from the belief in Qadai wal Qadar is that the slave he knows, the believing slave he knows along with believing in Qadai wal Qadar that these slaves, they have actions of which they act out by their own choice. That they have actions that they perform by their own choice. Naam. فَلَيْسُوا مُجْبَرِينَ عَلَيْهَا They're not forced to do this or forced to do that. They have their own choice. فَهُوَ يُؤْمِنُ فَهُوَ يُؤْمِنُ أَوْ يَكْفُرُ So him as an individual, he will either believe or not believe. Naam, 
person's not forced to believe, just like you're not forced to disbelieve. If you believe, because that's what you chose. If you disbelieve, because what you chose. Nam, aw yusalli aw yatruku as-salat. Nam, or that he prays or he don't pray. If a person don't pray, he don't get up and pray, right? And you tell him, why you ain't pray? He said, oh, this is the qadr of Allah. Well, he won't accept that? You say, no, man, you chose not to pray. Huh? Naam is the qadr of Allah. La shak, la rayb. Naam. Because everything is about qadr. But at the same time, that's not an excuse for you. Why? Because you chose not to get up. You chose not to go make the wudu. You chose not to, not, not, not to make the takbir. You chose not to pray. So you can't say qadr. Like you don't have a choice. You have a choice. You have a choice. Naam. So, so you see now the balance again. Yes, we believe in qadr. But at the same time, we also believe that human beings, what? They have a choice. And Allah Ta'ala, He tells us this. We talked about this before. Does anybody remember what surah? Huh? Last week, we actually asked the many. Naam. Does anybody remember what surah? Ah, give you an example. Oh, I give you. I, I tell you. Ah, takwir. Takwir. Allah Taala He says, "In huwa illa dhikrun alamin." That verily, it is not but a reminder to the mankind or to all that exists from mankind and jinn and all that exists. Naam. Liman shaa minkum an yastaqim. For the one, for amongst you who wants to become upright, for the one who is desiring to become upright. وَمَا تَشَاءُونَ إِلَّا إِنْ يَشَاءَ اللَّهِ رَبُّ الْعَالَمِينَ But you will not, or they will not yani, even uh, uh, have the will to want to do so, except that Allah Ta'ala already willed that they do so. The Lord of all that exists. For mankind and jinn and all that exists. Naam. So Allah Ta'ala shows us here in this ayah that what? That we have a will. And that's in Allah Ta'ala's statement. وَمَا تَشَاءُونَ And they won't will to do it. Why? Because they chose. They have a choice. Choice to say yes, choice to say no, choice to come, choice to go, so on and so forth. Now they have a choice. You understand? So we have a choice. But at the same time, we understand what? That our choice, our decision is not to precede the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala supersedes everything. You're not going to do something Allah ta'ala doesn't, doesn't allow. Allah can, whatever Allah wills is, whatever He does not will is not. This is what is real. This is why the believer is in the middle. He's in the middle. Naam. He understands he has a choice. He has a choice. He has to, he has to utilize his choices correctly. The Shaykh, he says, أَوْ يَسُومُ أَوْ يُفْطِرُ But then he fasts or he doesn't fast. A person will choose to do that. He will choose to fast or he will choose to break his fast. Naam. He is the one who does this. فَيُثَابُ عَلَى so therefore he will be rewarded for his uh, obedience And he will be punished for his disobedience Because these are his actions These are his actions so therefore he is not going to be punished because of the decree. He's not going to be punished because of the decree. But rather he'll be punished because of his actions. Because he, <coughs> excuse me, because he is the one who performed the actions 
by his choice and because that's what he wanted to do. You understand? He is the one. So for example, if a person is put through a test, this is an example, he's put through a test and he loses a loved one or he crashes a car or he loses an out an investment or his money go down the toilet and that, then what's going to happen is that he's not going to be punished because of the action itself, but he'll be punished on how he responds to that action. So if he responds to that action by going out and getting drunk, if he responds to that action by going out and smoking some marijuana or smoking crack or, or taking heroin or something like that, he, that's what he's going to be punished for, for what he did. Not because of what happened. What happened was a test. What happened was a test. How he responded to it, his actions, his choice, that's what he's going to be punished for. Now, ain't nobody make him drink the 40. He drank it because he wanted to drink it. He drank it because that was his choice. That was his choice to do. That's why he's going to be held accountable for. Not because of that which was decreed, but because of what he chose to do. Because of what he chose to do. Now, likewise, the reward is based upon what? What individual you choose to do. If you strive hard, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He'll reward you. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He'll reward you. Naam. And this is the reality. So therefore, individuals are punished, not because of the decree, they're punished for what they do. So the Shaykh, he says, the Shaykh he says, so he has the uh, ability. He has the ability to either get up for the Fajr, and he has the ability to just sleep and not get up for Fajr. Huh? He has the ability to get up, to strive to get up, and he has the ability to do what? To oversleep. You know what I find interesting? Is that individuals that make excuses why they don't get up for Fajr. Right? I ain't get up I ain't get up for Fajr because this, because that, because this, because that, because that, right? Let them get a job start five o'clock. Let them get a job start four thirty. He'll be there. Sahulillah. Let them get a job start four thirty. He'll be there. The same person that last week before he got the job was sleeping the Zuhur. All of a sudden now he up before Fajr. To punch that clock. But he wasn't going to have to worship his Lord. You see, I don't put a lot of stock in excuses, me personally. Not unnecessary. Sometimes you have yeah, legitimate, but people who are given to excuses. Allah Musta'an. The Shaykh, he says, He has the ability to fast Ramadan. And he has the ability to leave off fasting in Ramadan. ويقدر أن أن يمنع نفسه من الفواحش. And he has the ability to stop himself from evil. He has the ability to stop himself from evil. Ma'am, you didn't have to do this. You didn't have to do that. You had the ability to stop yourself from the evil. ويقدر أن يترك نفسه مع الفواحش. And he also has the ability to leave himself with the fawahish. He has the ability to not do it, and he has the ability to do it. كل شيء هو يقتل عليه بمشيئته وإرادته. All of these things, the individual he has the choice and the freedom, يعني of will, the free will to either do it or not do it, to choose it or not choose it. 
Wallahu a'bahul irada. Allah has given him the ability to want to do something. Wa'atahul mashi'ah. And Allah Ta'ala has given him a free will. Wa'atahul ikhtiyar. And Allah Ta'ala has given him the choice. And yaf'ala awla yaf'al. To either do it or not to do it. Allah has given you that choice. Falidalika. Al Mukrah. Laysa alayhi shay. And for this reason, the one who was forced, nothing is on him. The one who was forced, nothing is on him. The one who was truly forced, he was truly held down, he was he was tied up, he his mouth was open, and he was force fed pork. There's nothing on him because he didn't choose to do it. They tied him down, they put a thing in his mouth, open his mouth, stuff it and shove it down his throat. That's not what he chose to do. So therefore, what the one who is forced is not held accountable. He's not held accountable. Nothing upon him. Because he didn't have a choice in that matter. He didn't have a choice in that affair. He didn't have a choice. So therefore what? The one who doesn't have a choice, huh? then he's not held accountable because you're only held accountable for what you choose to do. The shaykh says, Likewise, the one who is crazy, he's insane, his brain he got any, uh, is de- deficient. He doesn't have his senses. He doesn't have this ability to make a choice. Right? He's not held accountable. Because he doesn't have a choice. He doesn't have the ability to make a choice. Why? Because you're only held accountable for what you do. For what you do. That's, that's, that's what you're held accountable for. The Shaykh, he says, لِأَنَّهُ لَيْسَ لَهُ اخْتِيَارُ Because he doesn't have a choice. He doesn't have a choice. كَذَلِكَ أَصَّبِيْءَ الَّذِي لَمْ يَبْلُغْ لَيْسَ عَلَيْهِ شَيْءٍ Likewise, a little kid who has not reached the age of uh, puberty, has not reached the age of puberty, then there's nothing upon him. Then there's nothing upon him. So when a little two-year-old come and he, and he, and he, and he put the, uh, the Kool-Aid all over the white sheet, it's a two-year-old, he don't know what he's doing. Right? He don't know what he's doing. You just tell him, it's not things like this, you shouldn't do it. <laughs> And then you uh, you don't give him no more red juice. Uh, give him water. Give him water. Give him good stuff. Uh, don't give him no more red juice. Uh, uh, the Shaykh, he says, because he didn't have a choice, because he doesn't really have a choice. His mind is not mature enough to make the likes of decisions until he reaches the age of puberty. And once he has done so, then now, 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 now he's held accountable. Now he's held accountable. Now, so alakulin, these are affairs that are important and are linked to qadai wal qadar. Wa bi'ithmilahi ta'ala, we still have uh, some time to continue discussing this very important affair of qadai wal qadar. These are the points we wanted to mention in tonight's dars. بإذن الله تعالى فنتفي بهذا القدر وصلى الله وسلم على لبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين جزاكم الله خيرا